From Brainwashed. America's Cultural Revolution by Barry Howard Minkin. Win or lose it's a good payday. The acts do eventually come and in almost every case the police action is found justified and the cops involved are found innocent in a court of law. Even so, the criminal victims' families often supported by victimization and divisity extortionists like Sharpton and Jesse Jackson still get millions in compensation. They also get a piece of mandated, by the oversupply of civil rights lawyers, nonsense PC police training courses from their buddies in the new lucrative divisity and victimization. The victimization and divisity vultures flying around Minnesota know it can be a big payday if you're black and your death involves the police, even if the cop is eventually proved innocent as they usually are. For example, Michael Brown died in Ferguson, Missouri, when he was shot several times by white police officer Darren Wilson, while trying to take the officer's gun. The incident transformed the city into a war zone after a grand jury chose not to indict Officer Wilson. However, later the city of Ferguson agreed to settle a wrongful death lawsuit with Brown's family for $1.5 million. Trayvon Martin was shot to death by George Zimmerman, only after attacking Zimmerman. Zimmerman, like Wilson, was found innocent. Nevertheless, the Martin family received a settlement believed to be in excess of $1 million. The city of Baltimore and its black mayor received a failing grade globally as riots, looting, vandalism, and a well-publicized witch hunt involving the officers involved unfolded after Freddie Gray's arrest. Gray, who had been arrested more than a dozen times, died in a police van. All charges were dropped against the officers involved in his arrest. But unbelievably, the city settled for $6.4 million. Crowdsourced memorial funds for the families of Mr. Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, who was gunned down this year in Georgia, and Breonna Taylor, who was killed by the police inside her home in Louisville, Kentucky, have amassed more than $23 million. The Floyd Memorial broke GoFundMe's record for most contributions, with nearly 500,000 people contributing. The family of this drug-addicted career criminal split over $40 million with the victimization and divisity conmen. Conan Mann Blacks make up only a quarter of the total number of people killed in police shootings annually, a ratio that has held steady since 2015. The reigning canard, however, is that this 25% figure proves racism since African Americans make up just 13% of the U.S. population. But as we know from the color the facts strategy in the Great Con, it is just one more example of face validity, it seems to make sense until you look at the obvious reason why a higher percentage of blacks are killed by police than their representation in the general population. It's simple. Blacks commit disproportionately more crime. Indeed, they commit much more crime than any other race. MacDonald points out that blacks commit 75% of all shootings, 70% of all robberies, and 66% of all violent crime in New York City, even though they consist of only 23% of the city's population. The 2013 FBI Uniform Crime Report, a compilation of annual crime statistics, shows that black offenders killed 90% of black victims, 14% of white victims were killed by black offenders, yet only 7.6% of black victims were killed by white offenders. Blacks also made up 42% of all cop killers whose race was known. Blacks are less than 13% of the national population, but according to the U.S. Department of Justice, they accounted for 52.5% of homicide offenders from 1980 to 2008. Officer use of force will occur where the police interact most often with violent criminals, armed suspects, and those resisting arrest and that are in black neighborhoods. Such a concentration of criminal violence in minority communities means that officers will be disproportionately confronting armed and often resisting suspects, in those communities, raising officers' own risk of using lethal force, writes MacDonald.